coming to you pre-recorded in multiple locations. We're not the home of the ghost with the most, but I would like to boast I make pretty good toast. And I think that's hella rad. We're your hosts, Andrew and Nathan. Nathan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm happy to be here recording because uh, I wasn't on my game last week. I just got to admit it and throw it out there. I just, it wasn't a good performance and I feel really shitty about it and glad to be able to come back here and redeem myself a little bit oh that's good yeah i didn't notice you always suck so yeah Yeah. well you know my c c work is uh was coming out last week so i gotta bring it back up to an a Uh, or b you know all right so uh do you have any non-sponsors you'd like to uh not thank yeah, just to reiterate that Gatorade is not a sponsor and never will be. And just real quick on that, the I've been watching a lot of hockey and basketball playoffs, so a lot of fucking Gatorade commercials and the the Gatorade flow or whatever shit that no one asked for and they're trying to shove down our throats now. Like, the commercial's just awful. I think we can all agree the real smooth, real smooth. Shut the fuck up. I mean, G2 was so successful. Why not just Why not just G3? I mean, come on. Eventually, they'll make it to G6, and then they can start putting those jets in their commercial. And speaking of jets, Boeing is also not a sponsor because I don't understand why Boeing needs commercials at all. Why do you need advertising? You sell your uh, planes to other big companies. Yeah, I don't need to know. Yeah, there's no need to waste any money. Like, everybody knows. Everybody knows. All right? That's it. Just by virtue of the fact that they don't need to advertise, we won't ever allow them to advertise. Yeah, I'm like, nobody, none of, none of our audience is going to buy a plane ever. So it's a fair point. I'm done with this. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight I'm drinking uh, Dead Guy Ale by Rogue. Oh, I've actually been to one of their breweries and uh, I don't know if it's their main location, but I've been to one of their locations in Portland. They were all, the waitress was a jerk because uh, apparently people from Portland, and I think it's just Portland, maybe it's Oregon in general. They do not like people from California. So we were just there visiting, but the waitress insisted on being a biatch uh, just because she saw our California driver's license and talk their ear off about how all the people coming to Portland from California are raising all of their rents. I was like, cool. I just want a beer and I'm paying you money to help you pay for your rent. So if you could just stop, that'd be great. Yeah, I guess uh, they have some basis of hatred, but it's still a dick move. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking Thorn Street once again, but this time it's Hopster Pot. It is a um, New England style India pale ale. Hazy, raw, tropical, and oh so juicy, according to their uh, description on the can. Oh, I didn't get a fucking description on my bottle. You, you got to try and one-up me on the beer over here? Yeah, they're like it's, it's fucking made of dead guys. That's it. That would be pretty awesome. It would taste like ass, uh, but the idea of it is nice. I'd drink dead people if it was in a bottle. It's called Soylent Cola, all right? It's already out there, man. That shit it was, baffled me. Like I, th- I think it's some, like, one of the Silicon Valley, like, an all-in-one, like, powder, sh- uh, powdered shake that he calls 
Soylent. And I'm like, you're just making the, the like Soylent Greens joke, but you're actually trying to sell this to people. So I don't think that's a smart move, but nobody really knows what the hell I'm talking about. So apparently it did backfire on him. Speaking of uh, tech billionaires, you had some uh, information on John McAfee you wanted to continue with. Yeah, I mean, not to dip into that well again, but I it couldn't help it. Um, so uh, some of you may not know that he's like a huge crypto shill. He's all about cryptocurrency. And um, of course, we know the story that Andrew brought to, to light. Uh, at least to our audience and to me uh, about the poop uh, on his face, which is great. Yeah. Which I don't know why I didn't just start following him on Twitter right then and there when you told me that, but um, <laughs> I follow Bitcoin private and uh, not to get too into it, but they, they're like a, a hard fork that incorporates ZK snarks privacy protocol into uh, Bitcoin. Um, the, at least their uh, like blockchain technology. Um, and he referenced them as what he would say be the, like the new Monero coin. And Monero is the top privacy coin as it stands in coin market cap. What's um, privacy coin? Well, like uh, cryptocurrencies that have a, a transaction protocols that allow private transactions. Oh, I always assumed they were all like that was the big selling point for all of them that it was like anonymous. Except for, was that Ripple? That was one that was. Ripple is a is a total crock of shit. Like anyone, that, <laughs> so not to get too into that, but you, so just to hold Ripple, you have to have twenty dollars, and you can never remove it or take it out. So like twenty dollars worth of Ripple is required, or is it's twenty Ripple? Excuse me, but yeah, yeah. Once you have that in your wallet, then it's just stuck, and then. It's really designed for banks to transfer money between each other, uh, but people saw an opportunity for investment. But I think it, it was misleading to a lot of other people because it jumped up the market cap so high, and it got a lot of exposure, and people didn't realize it's effectively useless for consumers. Everybody that has Ripple right now is just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Well, you can make money on exchanges with it, but um, in terms of practical use, it'll absolutely never be practical for a consumer to, to have Ripple, based on what I know about it. Like most cryptocurrency? <laughs> right. So to get back on track, um, so he, he's basically comparing Bitcoin private to the top privacy uh, cryptocurrency coin, and people were kind of celebrating it in a sense and uh i couldn't help myself on the reddit but uh link to the video the lady's talking about getting shit on by him um and some guy got so mad about it uh because he was saying this has nothing to do with this why you bring up this like you must really care about what he likes sexually and well, maybe he had a little bit of a point but it made me question like you know, stuff that people think in or do in their personal life that comes to light is going to color your opinion, whether that's fair or not, I guess, is the part that's up to the debate. But um, the one thing that came out of that is people in the community were talking about his Twitter recently, which just kind of further goes into this art, uh, debate. And <laughs> did you get a chance to see any of it? Or? No, I didn't, unfortunately. Well, just I just want to read you one or two that really kind of give you an idea of just how batshit crazy this guy appears to be. 
This is one from yesterday. It says, notes from our blue team. Boss is double in a motorcade populated with all our doubles. Looks nothing at all like him. But he and our others are carrying out or are carrying all our electronic devices. Everyone is following him. No one is following us. No one believes their eyes anymore. Notes from the red team. All going dark while we do our daily swap of electronics. We'll be back when boss says so. We are. And then it lists a bunch of Twitter handles of different McAfee people. Wow. I initially was like, this is some Kanye West shit, but uh, this is even weirder than that. So the only thing that, again, basically, I mean, you get where I'm going with this, though, but I, I just had to read those tweets because they're so fucking crazy. Yeah, it sounds like so like paranoid and crazy. And I mean, there's got to be some context if you dig deep enough. But yeah, on the surface level, that seems crazy. And and yet to the point of like people judging him for his sexual uh fetishes um i mean it's in your own i mean it's perfectly fine like you obviously want to know somebody's like mental faculties like if you're gonna listen to somebody's opinion yeah if you're listening to someone's opinion and not fact you definitely want some basis of what their mental state is like it's like you don't listen to like crazy ass people on the sidewalk talking about the apocalypse coming like their opinion that it's going to happen but if they're fucking insane like you're not going to believe it the fact that he's into getting pooped on his face has a lot of bearing into any opinions he has about uh anything finance or otherwise and and so like that argument i saw in there would be in spite of the fact that he's a tech bill or not billion uh tech millionaire and successful or um for me personally i agree with you like you know that even with that it still colors my opinion of what he says. Um, but even with the, the success, does that like allow you those, like, I guess more yeah. liberties with, with that kind of thing. Um, so uh, it was interesting. It, it, it turns out uh, he's said in the past that you can pay him $110,000 or something. And he'll, he'll tweet about your cryptocurrency. So that totally discredits him anyways, <laughs> outside of all that. But That's like, probably the likes the entire value of most people's fucking startup cryptocurrency like if you're lucky that it's that like the total value of all your coins is a hundred thousand like what was bitcoin how many bitcoin are there total uh it's like 20 million or 21 uh, not million or i don't know shit man so it was like we'll say it was like there's 20 million bitcoin total right uh, and then they're they're valued at like a penny when they started, right? I I, I mean, really, when it starts, you could argue that they had literally no value. Yeah. So we'll say it was no value, but it like when you could first buy it, you were buying like a Bitcoin for a penny. So even when it was first traded, Bitcoin, the biggest one, was still only worth like all the Bitcoin in existence was only worth two hundred thousand dollars. So to try and pay somebody a hundred thousand to get it pumped up by this fuck. Well, the only thing with that is the the way that the proof of work uh, cryptocurrencies work is that it's actually I mean, you would at that time the circulating supply of Bitcoin would have been like like just a few thousand or whatnot and then they have the having after you mine. Yeah, they had to have mined the rest. Yeah. Well, if we haven't lost our entire listening audience talking about uh Bitcoin for the la- Bitcoin and McAfee. poopy John McAfee 
uh, for the last 15 minutes. We'll uh, change subjects now. Um, so I, I'm always eager to talk about new technologies and future technologies. And I never had a way to package it in a, in a normal conversation, but I think I've found a way to do this. So I want to talk to you about technology or just things in general that you wish existed. And to start it, I'm going to talk about jetpacks. I have wished like my entire life since, what was that movie? I think it was Brendan with Brendan Fraser, the great Brendan Fraser, uh, Rocket Man. No, 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 or, no, the Rocketeer, the Rocketeer, the Rocketeer yeah. It wasn't Brendan Fraser, but it was, it was someone less fat, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was the Rocket, Rocket Man was with um, Harlan Williams. <laughs> that fucking movie was so bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I just remember the only memory I have is him. I think he was like, would wear an astronaut helmet and sit inside of a washing machine like to simulate like astronaut training as a kid. But anyways, yeah. So just to be clear, you were you're inspired by the Rocketeer and not Rocket Man. The Rocketeer. And I was like, those things are so but then like there's just it's so impossibly like difficult to like make that work just without like how do you not just burn your legs off every time or just like die immediately on every single uh uh, flight test well somebody's got to pay the price you know for the rest of us to get to <laughs> yeah. yeah oh god like i just think back to all those like uh all like the g-force test simulations where they just strap somebody to a rocket sled on a uh on train tracks and just have them keep running drills until they die like there's just stories these like uh i'm sure they're like military like test pilots just like would go until their eyes all the blood vessels just pop in their eyes from like hitting in these chairs but um anyways yeah i just wish jetpacks existed i think it would be like could you imagine the chaos of like people just flying these like fucking things around we already saw like drone like what complications drones uh cause like imagine like New York City, you just have people like uh, hopping off the top of uh, just jumping from building to building, like flying out windows and shit. Yeah, it'd be an anarchy state. Oh yeah, crime would be. I think they could make them, but because of now that I think about all the implications, they're just keeping it. The government's keeping it secret. Well, you, I mean, they have videos of them like testing out jetpacks. We know that they're working on it. Yeah, the problem is like the fuel. Um, the amount of fuel you can store. <laughs> Fucking, that's what the oil companies want you to think. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we can go across a football stadium like 50 feet off the ground and that's it. Then it's done. Runs on pure coal. <laughs> Just fucking, uh, what were the coal rollers? Do you know what that is? No. People in like the South where they just, uh, I'm pretty sure they just cut out the catalytic converters on their car and just put up like uh, like big rig stacks and just pump out like uh, just black smoke, like super uh, saturated with gas that didn't burn. They're just like, it's just cool as shit to them. It is cool. I, mean, I can't argue that. Sounds cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, nobody's going to talk shit when you're uh, 
spewing black smoke out of your car. They're like, this guy clearly doesn't give a shit. So there's nothing I can say to, uh, to change his mind. Like, sir, sir, you know, you're polluting the environment. They're just pussy. You're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that guy on a jetpack. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh man. Fucking red X with jetpacks would be the greatest thing ever. They're like, I'm going to hook up a nitrous tank to this bad boy and, uh, and launch myself like I ain't going to get hurt. Or um, could you imagine like criminals using jetpacks, just how insane it would be? Just like you rob a bank or a convenience store, and then you just fucking blast off. Yeah, th- and you want this to be the reality? <laughs> more, the more and more I get into it, the more, the more of a bad idea I think it would be. But you have like, uh, like high speed chase instead of like a high speed chase with a cop car, you just have like a helicopter trying to net this dude, and then you die. Like when you get caught, you die a hundred percent of the time. Like you're dropping out of the air, like like a couple hundred feet, and then you just explode on impact. Well, they'll start developing ones that have like, you know, razor blades that come out and cut the fucking net and then you just keep fucking tooling off. You're like, fuck you, copper. I'm out of here. You know? Yeah. Imagine uh, cop shows with jetpacks. That would just be, uh, <laughs> that would just be the most, that would be the number one rated TV show into like forever. Like I would watch that every single, you could put it on every single night and it would be awesome. You just got to get like, it got. It has to get to the uh, point where the jetpacks get so cheap that petty criminals can afford them. They're just like handguns or something. No, I'm, you're turning me around on the jetpack thing. I'm really now. I'm a lot more excited about it. <laughs> oh yeah, there's just so many possibilities. It'd be like it. It revolutionized society, just like the internet did. <laughs> they're all this is the most important invention since well you know the internet yeah i wouldn't be surprised if like um if they did actually start putting out a jetpack cop show and we did uh we took them on as an advertiser it wouldn't be surprised me at all oh you know it'd be another cool invention that i wish existed was teleporters like we would just be the laziest like that would phase out cars instantly. Yeah, uh, pretty, pretty much. They're just ripping up all the roads and like infrastructure to get places to fuel all the teleporters for people to just hop around all the time. Yeah, you know what end up happening is it'll be the rich people doing that and using the teleporters and the rest of us poor schmucks aren't going to even have roads anymore to fucking tool around in. Yeah. Um, it does, it does always bring up an interesting, um, controversy where like, how exactly do the teleporters work? So I think it was like Star Trek, uh, had this issue where it's basically, they're just disintegrating you in one place and then making a copy of you somewhere else. So is it still really you or just a copy of you every time you use a teleporter? And if that's the case, would you want to use it if you just like, it's just a suicide booth and then you have a copy machine somewhere else. Well, you kind of get into like a lot of concepts in terms of like existence or even like dimensional time really, I think with that. And I, I don't really have an opinion. Like if it, if you're going to have to teleport to do something, 
uh, for survival, then, you know, obviously I don't have a choice. But uh, if you know for a fact that teleporting kills your current state of being and then you're recreated, I think I would like hold off on it. You know, I'd be like, well, let's uh, let's maybe not do that. It'd be like more of a necessity. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're like it, it, it's a survival thing, I think most people would agree that you'd take the chance, take the plunge. Like it, even if you wouldn't admit it, your survival mechanism would kick in, I, I believe, and you would just do it. But. They had an interesting approach to it in the show, recent Netflix show, Altered Carbon. And then there was a sci-fi show uh, called Dark Matters or Dark Matter that um, took a similar approach where Dark Matter, they would just download your consciousness and then upload it into a body somewhere else. Um, like, so it, because they could travel across like the, the galaxy so it'd be like, okay, you go to one of these stations, you go into the pod, they put you under anesthesia, download your brain and upload it to a body on an, in another station on the other side of the galaxy. You have all your experiences there. And then you, um, when you're done, you just re-download all the information that you experience uh, in that new body onto your old one that's uh onto your original one that's sleeping so you would uh just have all those memories of being there but you weren't actually there it was just a copy of you experiencing all these things and then it got downloaded to you you basically dreamed it and then what do they do with the copy uh it's just wiped like it doesn't necessarily have to be your body it could just be somebody else's like it just be a dummy body oh i see Whereas like altered carbon would just be like a full on memory. They have chip implanted in your spine and it would be a full on memory uh, transfer. Your consciousness and memories are transferred out of one body and then downloaded into another and then put back. Yeah, I mean, outside of the obviously all of this is theoretical. I don't really know if. You know, for me, if like if we have if we wanted the fantasy of teleporter, just take me and fucking magically put me over there. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know the science behind this. It just kills it. It's like, oh, you don't want to like, oh, this is really good. What's in it? And then they tell you, and you're like, oh, eh, eh, okay, yeah. That <laughs> doesn't sound so good. I mean, I liked it before. Where, like, if you're teleporting around, you don't know any better. They're like, you know what really happens is, you're like, oh, r really? So I'm not me? And then you have an existential crisis or something. The funny conundrum that they had in that Dark Matter show was that if you get killed uh, when you're, like, off in another space station or whatever, you get killed before you're able to download the memories back, then you just wake up. And you have no idea what happened. It's just like, yeah, you got killed now and you'll never know why. See, I mean, that's not really like teleporting, right? That's just like a weird no. matrix. No, kind of it's thing. A, a roundabout way of doing it. You still get to move locate. You get to experience being in different locations. It's not really a teleporter then in a sense. It's just more like a, a like an, a, almost like a simulation kind of program, but. Almost, yeah, in like a more yeah. real sense, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'd rather see that technology used. Uh, there was a, a anime uh, called uh, Sword Art Online, 
where they the character basically wear these hats and when they would go into a basically a dreamlike state and then you would be in your dreams is where you would play the video game now it's like that's that shit is where like video game technology needs to go well just to make everybody able to lucid dream basically yeah pretty well yeah to a degree it's living but like the parameters of the game are controlled the hard part would be like in the in the context of the show they're playing like a multiplayer uh rpg so it'd be really hard to link all these people's minds together but you i think <laughs> yeah I, I would imagine that be hard to link people's minds together in a fucking dream video game simulator i just say it no, so nonchalantly like it's not a big deal like ah it's like a couple of years off you know we're, we're almost there i still have problems playing games online with people in the same city sometimes and we're not mind melding either mind melding but yeah that shit would be rad yeah for me personally not so much on that simulation end and all that like i'd rather just be able to magically teleport and also just lucid dream i feel like it'd be such a bummer to be able to lucid dream but then have like restrictions you know you're like i can almost do everything i want to do but not quite well i mean it's got to be like you get bored of it like right away right well then i but that's where i would that's where reality would come for me i, I don't know i just like I, I get enough enjoyment out of just living in reality and playing games here that I don't think I would want. I think it would be like a totally different, more intimate personal experience. That I wouldn't want to have like that. Yeah. I wouldn't even want like reminders of uh, restriction and, and the restrictions of reality or bounds of gravity and those kind of things. Wait, I mean, that could just be a game where it's like just purely the game is just like pure sandbox and they give you all these like functions because the problem with actual lucid dreaming is like you can wake up if you uh like if it gets too crazy so the idea here is like you're forced under and you have to like log out of the game to actually wake up so you could just have a game that's just pure sandbox but i i don't know i see some enjoyment and like imagine playing like doom or like some of these vr games where you're actually you're actually there aside from like pain but that shit would be insane. I dude, I already get fucking scared when somebody sneaks up on me on PUBG. I I, I don't think I want to be experiencing doom in reality, you know. Oh yeah, that would probably be the, that's probably the worst case scenario scenario of just terror. No, but I get what you mean. But um, it just yeah, I would be on the the Minecraft version of it. Oh, I think Portal would be a good start. Considering I can't even ride a roller coaster without feeling sick, it would. Hopefully they would like take that out of the equation because I would see myself getting like hella woozy fucking spinning around and <laughs> jumping around. Just pull, wake up and just vomit. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's going to develop this, it's it's probably just the porn industry. They're the one pushing all these yeah. weird technologies. We got all these ideas, but it's just going to be porn. And on that note, we're going to take a commercial break. Yahoo. Are you sick of drinking beer above freezing temperatures? Are you looking for the absolute coldest beer on the planet? Try new Frostbite beer. Brewed straight from water melted off the coldest icebergs in the whole world. 
Our patented brewing technology synthesizes our beer with antifreeze to ensure you can drink the absolute coldest beer on the planet. Only the coldest, most emotionally distant people in the whole world are allowed to brew frostbite beer to ensure the absolute coldest, most refreshing beer possible. We suggest you enjoy frostbite beer in temperatures below 32 degrees Fahrenheit. That's zero degrees Celsius for all your Frenches out there. Frostbite beer is technically sold as an art piece due to extremely harsh and unfair regulations against our antifreeze synthesis brewing method. By opening a can of Frostbite, you agree to waive your rights to litigate any claims of health issues arising from consumption of Frostbite beer. This ain't your daddy's cold beer. This is Frostbite. Hi there, I'm Darla Dunce, founder and CEO of Toilet Barn. Are you in the market for a new turd trough? Well, head on down to our showroom and try out our porcelain poop shoots. That's right, all our toilet models have fully working plumbing so you can shit and shop. We even got a Burger Town attached if you need fuel for your fart cannon. By entering any retail toilet barn location, you relinquish your rights to any and all fecal materials deposited into toilet barn toilets. Any customer caught leaving an upper decker will be required to purchase said toilet. Head on down to Toilet Barn. Don't worry, we'll flush for you. Yahoo. All right, and we're back from our commercial break, yeah. where we spent the entire time arguing about how cool jetpack cops would be and uh somebody produced that show already jesus christ i will watch it i will watch it a hundred percent of the time i will be a strong advocate first we need to get jetpacks uh to a reasonable price so that w there can be a a seedy black market for criminals to buy them cheaply and then the jetpack cops whoa, whoa. hey don't give them all the ideas for free now let them come to us and then you know we'll give them some more so uh last week we uh talked about a new segment we wanted to do uh let's just roll the intro power underwhelming with underwhelming power comes no responsibility so these are just shitty superpowers and then we try to find a way for them to actually be practical so uh i'll go i'll go with my first one if you don't mind go ahead so uh my first idea for a shitty superpower was to turn any citrus fruit into any other citrus fruit. So basically, you could turn uh, limes into lemons or grapefruits or uh, mandarin oranges or even a orange or a tangelo. A tangelo is a orange mixed with a tangerine, for those who didn't know. Can you give me a few more examples? Or Nope, that's all the citrus fruit I know. You didn't give me a whole lot of time to think on these ones, but... Um, the, the main thing I could think of is for this one, you'd, it, it require a lot of premeditated planning where I guess that's inherently premeditated, but, um, you'd have to like devise some scenario where you're like with your nemesis and he's like eating a certain kind of fruit, but he happens to be allergic to another kind of citrus fruit and you switch it on him at the last second and then he dies. Well, that's that's where my thought process was when I came up with the idea. Was, was like, I don't know if you can be allergic to one citrus fruit versus another. Like, I feel like they're all in the same family. So it's like, 
maybe I always feel like maybe citrus is like the underlying uh, whatever commonality groups them all together as citrus fruits. That's what the allergy is based on. So if they're not allergic to one, they're not allergic to any. But I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So that's just my guess. Guess. All right. Well, thanks for just shitting all over my first attempt. Thank you. I did, however, think of a scenario based off of Ant-Man where you could actually be a a reasonable superhero. Um, It's not great, but like, say you uh, say you loft a fucking lime really high into the air. And then while it's high up in the air, you turn it into a grapefruit that is much larger. So on the on the trip down, it's got a lot more velocity and you can actually injure somebody with it. But that still requires a lot of uh, fucking trajectory uh, planning. Uh, and it, I don't know. Hey, I, am I supposed to be doing it or are you? I'm just saying uh, my own loophole. There's the only potential... I'm giving you some fodder. It's the only potential I can see where. Well, you didn't uh, even let me uh, attempt another one before you just come on. What the fuck is this segment then? Is you it? You only sound like you had one, motherfucker. All right. Well, now it's your turn, you son of a bitch. What? So I don't get to uh, think about the citrus no, you, anymore. It's a one can. pop, you and can. then you're done. <laughs> one pump, chump. Okay. Um. So. The one I picked was the ability to turn parrots into parakeets. What's the difference between a par like what a parakeet's just smaller, right? Have That's you seen it? You don't know the difference between a parrot and a parakeet? No, I did no research. Well, you did request to see this beforehand, and I put it up far in advance. You're so you motherfucker! You're ruining all <laughs> the secrets. You're the, the one show. that shit on the whole segment. You're you're like basically just doing your own superpower. Yeah, yeah. I don't need your <laughs> logic and reasoning. Uh, but uh, go ahead. Go. I figure it's a very uh, specific situation where the, the superhero's arch nemesis has like a parrot. Like it's a fucking, uh, you know, they have the lap cats. Like, uh, uh, what was the villain on Dr. Gadget or Inspector Gadget? Cats or something. Dr. Katz. Yeah, and he had that evil... He had his little... He had his weird claw. No, Dr. Claw. Oh, there you go. That's right. That was his name. Uh, Yeah, I was like, he had that weird claw hand. (laughs) What was his name? (laughs) Um, Yeah, but Dr. Claw had that fucking cat. So uh, this totally relies on, like, this being their first encounter. And uh, he doesn't know that his superpower is turning parrots into parakeets. So he turns the villain's parrot into a parakeet and says that he uh, swapped it out and he'll hold it for ransom. So he's got leverage over him. That's pretty good. Little does he know, it's the same fucking bird. Uh, you get a... Yeah, Jafar. He'd be a great villain to mess with, right? Yeah. Fucking Iago into a, a shittier little version of Iago. <laughs> yeah. Turns into a, a speechless parakeet. You don't have to fucking hear that Guilford Godfrey anymore. I've heard that that's not even his real voice. Uh, it's just all a shtick. Oh, big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Because why would anybody talk like this all the fucking time? This is funny, right? I, I'm a comedian, huh? There's no way you could have a healthy, like, relationship with a woman. It's 
speaking like that all the time. Well, I'd say those were both equally difficult. Um, I'm not going to go for, you know, explaining mine or anything. I, I really didn't have any kind of scenario for it. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, you know, seeing uh, <laughs> what would happen. I did have another one. Um, this one was pretty basic, but I based it off of Aquaman's shitty power to speak to fish. But what if somebody could speak to plants? Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Uh, I guess the only benefit you can really get from the plants is information. I would, I would kind of guess. You, is, plants are not active at all, so yeah, they can't. See, they have no eyes, so they can't see anything. I've heard scientific studies that they do somehow have the ability to hear. So you could be like, yeah, I heard that motherfucker talking about killing somebody in the park uh, while we laying on me the other day yeah I, I mean there's some you know sound vibrations from speech and the the leaves i'm sure the leaves are ruffle away and and they they interpret that you know i don't know probably not but. they also don't understand english or uh have any idea what the person looked like so even if they could talk to you what like what useful information are they gonna tell you they're like so is it a superpower or not is a fucking Aquaman. What useful information the fish give him? He can still talk to him. Yeah, but fish can like move fast and attack people. So yeah, but you're, the insinuation is that a plant won't understand what I'm saying. We'll find ways to communicate. You know, don't worry. But like, if he grows a branch here, like grow a branch here, and then I come back in a few weeks, like ah, uh, he knew. If he grows a branch here, it means that uh, that guy said something. So now I know. All they do the entire time is just gripe about some asshole that picked their fruit. They're like, I fucking grew this baby apple. It took me so long. And this dickhead just picked it off and ate it right in front of me. Go find that guy. Beat his ass. Most of it is uh, is just listening to them for a while and then like getting to the point where they're done talking. You're like, yeah, so um, about, you know, those guys that came in here earlier, the ones that didn't pick the fruit, the other guys that were just talking. What what were they saying? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to that. I was worried about my fruit. You're like, you motherfucking son of a bitch. If I could just change your fruit from one citrus to another, then I'd fucking show you. That's a, that could be a thing where you just change the fruit on a tree from one to another and think make the person think they're going insane. This is a grapefruit tree. How is there lemons on it? I guess if it's a reality in which there are superpowers, they may not be as freaked out. But if it's like one of those things where it's all secret and nobody really knows, yeah, I would, I would be pretty freaked out. You're like, these are the first superpowers that emerge, changing citrus fruits over. I don't want to live in this world anymore. It's all like the early stages of superpower evolution. Like, well, at first they were only able to change one citrus fruit to another and talk to trees and turn parrots into parakeets. But eventually they were able to, um, well, here, let me, I'll just throw out my, uh, the second one I have is, uh, the ability to float, but only while you're running full speed. And as soon as you slow down or like stop a, a full speed running motion and ex exertion, then you stop floating. Yeah, that was going to be my question because I was like, so you don't actually have to be moving forward. You just have to be moving your legs really quickly. Yeah, you have to be basically like, let's just, you're running, in essence, you're running full speed, but you're floating. So you're not necessarily like moving, right? Or, I mean, you're floating with the momentum, but. 
just picture that because a wind resistance is after uh you start floating fairly quickly you will just stay in you will just start hovering in place while running you're just running in place really fast not doing anything but hovering slightly off the ground yeah, that's why i picked it yeah the only thing i could think of is like wily uh the road coyote situations where you just run yourself off a cliff but you just keep the fucking motion going so you're like slightly you're slightly floating above the ground but even then you're still gonna fall because i assume you need the ground underneath you so you need like the two three inch gap so then you're in this panic mode where you're running really fast just praying to god that when you get close to the ground your hover ability is strong enough not to just fucking squash you into the ground you gotta be careful right like you gotta you stop running full speed and then you fall and then you gotta start running full speed again and start floating again and then you gotta time it right you know like slowly let yourself down so i can, yeah it could be pretty cool yeah like you're just like skipping kind of you're just like uh fucking these little hover leaps you're like you float you fall down a little bit and then all of a sudden you start running motion real fast in the air and then you start floating some more yeah. but you're but you're still just way slower than anybody uh that just runs normally i gotta say there is no situation i can think of where you could effectively fight uh crime on that because even if like even if the the villain had a layer where he had like a lava moat or something that you needed to get across, <laughs> like, like it's not going to work out that well. It's like a water crocodile moat. Those motherfuckers will just bite you when you're hovering above the, yeah. Can you, that brings my next question. Can you hover? Do you have to be hovering above ground or can you hover above water? when you do this you're it's floating so you're magically floating while you're doing it doesn't matter what's under you okay so you got that going for you you have to be hovering above some substance other than air right so it has to be like land or water yeah i mean you're floating so whatever's you got to be able to start running in the first place so it would be i guess the first criteria yeah there's truly no practical use for that power I didn't think of one either. I just, uh, I was hoping you would. Congratulations. Flawless victory. I don't, I wouldn't consider any of my, uh, examples, a good, you know, <laughs> you're like, those were garbage ideas. This is a garbage segment. Uh, nobody wins. No, I think that we came up with good, super useless superpowers that they're so good that it was, all of those examples are a, a huge stretch. We did a too good of a job. That's the fun of it, though. Yeah, I like that take on it. Uh, you got any uh, other information you want to update us on? Oh, you know it, man. It's the Fabergé egg update, and... Last week, I just really fucked up. I was not doing a good job. I misspoke and didn't have any really good info, and I just felt really shitty about it. I feel like I let people down. Um, so it's going to be better this week. Uh, as we all know, of the 50 or the fifty jeweled imperial eggs, only 43 are still known to exist today. Last egg found in 2014, the third imperial Easter egg, 
And of course, this update is basically, will any more be found? And uh, if they are, I'll let you know. I do speculate that the next egg found will be the Royal Danish egg, which was made in 1903. I'm sticking with that speculation. I believe that will be the one that's found next. Um, so that's pretty much the update. I did want to just give <laughs> a little bit more info about Victor Vexelberg because I mentioned him last time and I didn't really give him a fair shake. So he, d he owns nine of the Imperial Fabergé eggs. Um, he, he bought them from the Forbes family, which is kind of weird. He paid a hundred million apparently. Um, he also orange some Kelch and some of the other Fabergé eggs, but they aren't the Imperial ones. So no one gives a shit about those. But to his credit, I was kind of shitting on him last week, but he did open the Fabergé Museum in St. Petersburg, so I do got to give him credit for allowing the public to go see Fabergé eggs. I was kind of uh, ill-informed last week about his situation with the eggs, so I apologize. That just sounds like the exact same update from last week, but okay. You, you, you got to at least want to listen to what i'm saying andrew you can't just ignore it and then say it's the same i didn't thing. interrupt you yeah I didn't but interrupt I, you at all I, this I clearly time. gave more information more accurate and good information this time i really hope that uh fabergé eggs go the way of pokemon and baseball cards for that matter we we're at the swap meet over the weekend and uh i see on uh this table of just uh somebody's booth they just had like 10 binders just filled with baseball cards like it was kind of sad i'm like somebody went through all this trouble collecting these things thinking they were like gonna be on to something they had you know little uh nest egg if you will and it just ends up fucking being sold on a table with 10 other books all worth just like a dollar just garbage like nobody gives it anymore yeah i Find it kind of insulting that you're trying to equate Fabergé eggs to baseball cards, motherfucker. You're fucking some shitty ass baseball cards you could buy at any any hobby store. Yeah, I see what you're trying to do here. It's not you can't. No, just fucking wrong. No, there's no correlation here. Fabergé eggs are are far by far much superior to baseball cards. I mean, just the material. What are what are the materials uh, used in Fabergé eggs? Is it just gold, or do they have porcelain in there? They, they got jewels. So they're extremely varied, and a lot of them like will have like little jeweled prize or not prizes, but like uh, treats inside or whatever stupid shit you want to call it. Um, How would you know if unless you smashed it open? Well, they some of them open, so they're like designed to open. Oh. The, my favorite one actually is a. Cause it it has cock in the name cockerel, uh, it's pretty awesome. But it's it's actually got a fucking cuckoo clock built into the fucking egg. It's crazy. That's legit. That has a practical use. <laughs> yeah, it's so practical, so great. That's the one. That's the one we need to heist. So it's our clock. We got to get it from uh, old Vicky boy over there. Oh, Vicky boy. Hey, how about you donate that uh that egg you spent like. $30 million on. You donated it to this uh, podcast. We need uh, an official Fabergé egg of the Hella Rad podcast. And I think the cockerel one. That's the one. Yeah, we need two. That's kind of a tall order, but I do agree. 
with it. We do need two. We can heist one. We can heist two of them. It's it's kind of weird how he ended up getting him too. Like for some reason, Malcolm Forbes, because that that fact that he bought him from the Forbes family, like really kind of. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's that about? So he was he's just you know Forbes, you know Forbes. So motherfucking Malcolm Forbes back at you know World War One day, like when Fabergé eggs were actually still being made, like. It's kind of like when the Forbes thing starts too at the end of the Russian um, Imperial Dynasty, and for some reason he just like it was on a vendetta to fucking have more Fabergé eggs than Russia itself than the Soviet Union, so he was like fucking hunting them down to buy them, and he's just like trying to win what they called the Egg War amidst the Cold War, which is so so weird. He's like, you may have a bigger penis and more money, but I've got more Fabergé eggs. Yeah, tell me that doesn't make me a bad motherfucker. Look at these. Look at these eggs, motherfucker. Oh, thank you for that exciting Fabergé egg update. Much better, I know. I, I felt like I let a lot of people, especially after you were telling me people were actually interested in the Fabergé egg update, like I fucking can't even explain it, what I was trying to do last week. I gave the wrong numbers, so sorry, everybody. But you're welcome for this update. I know it's very good. You're really uh, stepping up your Fabergé egg uh, game. I'm just getting it back to where it was. Uh, oh, yeah. I started out in a A+, dipped to a C, and now we're getting back to an A. I think that's going to conclude our show for the night. Uh, Nathan, you want to close us out? Yeah. Um, thank you for listening, and make sure to check us out on twitter at it's hella red soundcloud backslash it's hella red uh we have a youtube but um can't get a custom username domain on that yet so look up hella red and you should be pretty close to the top uh if you're interested i found it on the youtube search and it was like the third one down so not too hard to find so there's that and um yeah, also we have a, a Discord link on the Twitter for any reason you'd ever actually want to talk to us uh, directly that way. Um, and then my quick movie recommendation for the week is Amadeus. It's a really good movie. Not bad.